What's up, wrestling fam? How's it going, you guys? I hope that your day is off to a little bit of a better start than mine is right now. I'm not sure if you can hear the background noise, but I am currently recording this from the Boston airport. (laughs) Uh, It's been a day, you guys. Uh, Our flight was supposed to board six hours ago, and it is delayed for at least another two hours. Best case scenario, I get home at 3 a.m., maybe 4 a.m. tonight, and that's if we get out tonight. So needless to say, it has been an incredibly frustrating day. And I am recording this episode in the airport because I struggled to record what was supposed to be an episode on being where your feet are and being present and being content in the season of your life that you're in. I failed to record that episode like already five, maybe six times earlier this week. I have been in Boston all week for a work conference. If you don't know, my nine to five job is actually in marketing. And one of my favorite things about my current company is that they send me and my coworkers on um, trade show trips and uh, conference trips all over the country. I've been to really cool cities like LA and Boston and Las Vegas and Philly um, through these trips. And this is the second time that I've been to Boston for this conference. And the whole week has been insane. Like I saw the coolest speakers. I listened to Derek Jeter and Reese Witherspoon and Andrew Huberman and John Mulaney was here as a comedian, like the coolest freaking lineup ever. And I spent the week exploring the city of Boston and like, it's been fantastic. And I was on such a high and I was really struggling to record this podcast episode for this coming week. Um, At night when I was at my hotel, like I would get back from the conference and I would sit down and try really hard to record this episode. And like I recorded the full version at least twice and started half versions a few different times. And every time that I would like do it, like it didn't feel good doing it. And when I would listen back to it, like it just didn't sound right. And I think like in hindsight, I'm realizing I was trying to speak on a topic of how important it is to be where your feet are, to be content in the season of life that you're in, even when maybe you're going through something that's really difficult to go through. And I was recording that when I was in a very happy time. Like I was absolutely thriving and having a great day. And then I was coming back and trying to speak on this topic that just really wasn't resonating um, with my heart. And so Now, as I'm sitting here in the Boston airport and I'm really freaking annoyed and pissed off and frustrated that my flight isn't taking off and that I'm stuck in this airport and I'm wondering why is this happening, suddenly I'm feeling a little bit more qualified (laughs) and a little bit more in the mood to talk about, you know, the whole concept of everything happens for a reason and you're where you are for a reason and how to be content in that time. And I just think it's so funny how God works. Like, I'm just looking at this whole situation play out and kind of realizing like, hmm, maybe God wanted to give some credibility and some more emotion and some more empathy to this topic than what I was able to bring before. So I'm going to do my best to bring the energy and try to make you smile and encourage you to grab life by the freaking balls and RKO the shit out of life like I normally do on this podcast. I'm going to do my freaking best, you guys, but bear with me. I am really tired and really exhausted after a really long week, but I am going to try to give this a little bit of a different spin than I originally planned. So let's do it. Let's get after it. Let's try this out, okay?
I really wanted to bring you this this life lesson, this whole be where your feet are topic originally because I've struggled with it my entire life. Growing up, I have always been so, so hungry to get to the next thing in my life, the next season or the next achievement, or, you know, I want to make something bigger. I want to make something better. I want to grow in a certain way or be a certain version of myself. And I've always been kind of motivated by the future. Like what more can I achieve? What more can I do? Blah, 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 blah. And what this has caused in my life historically is really an inability to fully be content and fully be mentally present in whatever season of life I'm in. And in hindsight, like looking back, I actually feel a really deep regret for how I showed up in my childhood, in high school, in college. I never fully appreciated where I was at the time. Like if I could go back to my childhood and have another breakfast with my family all under the same roof, if I could go on another camping trip with my family, I would do that in a heartbeat. And if I could go back to college and really appreciate being a kid, but also being on my own for the first time and getting to meet so many new people and really leaning into those friendships and investing more in them instead of maybe how I handled it at the time. And and instead, when I was in college, I was like gunning so much to be in the professional world and trying to build my future. And if I could go back to each of those phases of my life and tell myself to slow down and to look around me and to fully appreciate where my feet were instead of just gunning to get to the next thing, I would freaking do that. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. I think when we're kids, we we rush being adults. And then I've heard from several people that the rest of adulthood is really just you trying to recreate your childhood to remember what it's like to be a child. And we talk about this all the time, at least I do on the podcast, reconnecting with our inner child. We rush it. We try to grow up. We try to get to the next thing. We try to achieve more or become more, et cetera. And when we do this, we really, really miss out on so many beautiful freaking moments. There is a passage in the Bible that I love so much. I didn't even look it up before this, but it's Jesus replied, right now you don't understand what I'm doing, but someday you will. And I can't remember what context this was in. I don't remember what Jesus was talking about. This shows you my Bible knowledge. I really need to to brush up on that. But this verse has always really resonated with me because I think a lot of times when shitty stuff happens, like our flight is delayed or maybe we lose someone that we love or we're going through a really hard breakup or we lose a job or we have a really big blow up fight with someone that we love, whatever it is, sometimes in the moment we can't understand why this thing is happening because it feels incredibly shitty and it feels incredibly difficult. We want to just hit the fast forward button through it. I have a really good example of this. I've talked before in previous episodes about how I got laid off from my first job out of college. I had worked so hard while I was in school, busted my freaking butt to land a really great big girl job. And three months into that job, I got laid off when COVID hit. The next following four months was a really, really low point in my life. It was the catalyst of things getting really rocky in the relationship that I was in at the time. I also just experienced a ginormous hit to my confidence. My confidence hit the freaking ground. I 
had really built my identity at that point on now becoming a, a badass, independent, boss-ass businesswoman, and that was stripped away from me. And so I hit rock bottom in many ways when this happened. And my reaction at the time was, okay, I lost my job. The solution is I'm just going to get another job and I'm just going to bounce back and it'll be like this never happened. Like that was my first reaction. There was no part of me that stopped to slow down and think, okay, let me try to make sense of why this happened and what this might be teaching me and what goodness could come from this and how could this be a really good thing? No freaking way. Like my mind did not work like that at all. And I think this is obviously something that is not innate within us. It's something we have to learn to do and hence the life lesson and why this is a podcast episode I'm even making. But yeah, that wasn't my reaction at all. It was to panic and be like, what the frick? Why is this happening? This freaking sucks. And that continued to be my mentality over the next following months. I was trying so hard to find another job, to find work, and I couldn't. For months on end, I couldn't. And I eventually had to get a waitress job because, you know, I had rent to pay and I had maybe like a thousand, two thousand dollars sitting in my bank account. And that was slipping away really quickly. Like we all know how freaking expensive it is to live. Right. And so, yeah, I ended up getting a waitress job at a Mexican restaurant. And I just remember being so miserable for the entire month or two that I was there. I remember I just had like a pretty negative attitude the whole time. And I probably tried to act like, oh, I'm making the most of it. Like I'm, I'm making lemonade with the lemons life has given me. Like I probably tried to have on the exterior, I probably tried to come off that way. But on the inside, guys, I was like, I was so pissed off. Like I was like, I don't know why this is happening. Why can't I just get another job? I mean, it was the middle of COVID. Like we all know no one was hiring. I can't even believe that I got a restaurant job because for a really long time, even restaurants were shut down. But I digress. Anyways, I was so miserable in that time. And once I finally did get that big girl job, what's so funny is I was in that job for a little over a year and I was pretty freaking miserable in that job too. It just didn't align with what I wanted to do. It wasn't what I was looking for. It was like a job that I took because I had to take it to stop being a waitress. And really, I didn't realize how amazing and how much that time laid off really did for me and what that taught me until I got the job that I'm in now that I'm really happy in. But looking back, what I can see that I learned in that time is one, I learned how to detach my identity from my career. I had to do a lot of freaking soul work in that time where I realized like, hey, my my job could be stripped away from me at any freaking time. I can't build my identity on that, right? So that was number one thing that I learned. Number two thing that I learned was to trust God's timing, to know that anything that was going to come out of this situation was going to happen for a reason. And I looked at the chain reaction of events that happened to now, from me getting laid off to now. If all of those things didn't happen, who's to say that I would have landed the job that I'm in now, which like, I don't know if I'll ever leave this job, you guys. Like, it's so amazing. It's everything that I prayed for, everything that I dreamed of having. I don't know that I ever would have gotten to this job had that chain reaction of events happened. Like, 
if I hadn't got laid off, maybe I would still be at that job and thinking like, oh, this is as good as it gets. And looking back, that job was not as aligned as the one that I'm in now with where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. So I learned to detach my identity from it. And I realized like, okay, this really shitty season of my life happened so that I could be in this job now. And also look at the, like number three, look at the life lessons that this taught me. I'm literally on this mic right now talking to you about it for a reason. Like every single chain reaction of events led me to where I am right now. And I think that's something that we often don't really realize. Like right now, my flight is delayed. I'm not boarding that flight for a reason. That flight never took off from Boston for a reason. And maybe I'll never know what it is. Maybe I'll never be able to look back and see why that was, or maybe what God was protecting me from, or how that changed a chain reaction of events later in my life. But truly, like, this is this is a universal truth, you guys. Like, there are no mistakes with the events of your life. There are no curves in the path. There is a predetermined path that was always there, a, a reality, a way that our life flowed that was always going to happen regardless. And we're so silly to think that we have any control really in how our lives unfold. Like obviously we have free will, right? Obviously we can make our decisions, but what happens is always what was going to happen. You know, like everything is preordained or at least that's what I believe. And if you ever look back at a time in your life and there's something really horrible that happened, I guarantee you that you could look at that horrible thing and directly correlate really beautiful, positive things that came out of it. If you seek the beauty in any situation and any horrible, traumatic thing that happens in your life, I guarantee if you look hard enough, you can find something beautiful that came from it. Maybe not directly, maybe indirectly, maybe a chain reaction of events and really far down the line, something beautiful comes from it. But I guarantee you that you can find something beautiful. It's really hard to see those good things in the moment, right? That's not lost on me. I mean, my story that I just told is living proof of that, right? Like I was too close to it to see the beauty. But I do wonder, like, if I had had that mentality when I was in that season, would I have had less anxiety? Would I have been less stressed? Would I have been able to be where my feet were? I kind of mourn, like, the relationships that I could have had or the experiences that I could have had in that time if I had decided to make the best of things. Maybe I would have had deeper relationships with the coworkers that I was surrounded by at that restaurant instead of being miserable and dipping in and out and feeling ashamed to be working in a restaurant when I thought I should be in a big girl corporate job. And that's not bashing restaurant workers whatsoever. Like I spent a lot of time as a waitress and a hostess in my life and that work is a freaking grind. But it was basically that idea of like, I have this degree, I should be using it type of thing that was really hard for me to swallow my pride around. But yeah, like if I had reframed my mind to look for the positives, maybe I would have found them. We know this about the human brain, right? Like the brain tends to skew negative. We tend to fixate on our problems. We tend to fixate on our imperfections. We tend to look around us and look for the negative and look for what can be fixed and what's not enough. 
our whole culture thrives off of this, right? We're constantly being sold products or services that will fix whatever is wrong with us. Like we know this all too well, don't we? So what happens when we rewire our brain to look for the positive things? You find those positive things. Focus on gratitude and watch your life freaking change. Like I know that this sounds cliche. I know people preach gratitude till they're blue in the face, but gratitude and being mindful of literally counting my blessings, literally grabbing a pen and a paper and writing down the good things that are going on in your life in the midst of turmoil in the midst of literal shit when you are in a really low place in your life and stopping to list out all of the wonderful things that you have in life each individual person around you that brings you joy each tiny little thing that happens throughout your day that makes you happy like the freaking sunset or the flowers that are sitting on your coffee table or your dog or your mom or the fuzzy blanket that you're wrapped up in like It doesn't have to be astronomical, amazing things that you can feel gratitude towards. You can feel thankful and you can be grateful for those tiny little things. And when you start to pay attention to those small little things, that then snowball affects gratitude into your life in a really big way because you're you're constantly looking for the good. I saw a TikTok not that long ago and I loved this so much. It was a relationship advice TikTok actually. But the woman said that She and her partner challenged each other to, throughout their day, be mindful and look for the best part of their day to then come back and report to each other. So throughout their day, they're consciously trying to figure out what moment, at what point do they experience the best part of their day. And so keep in mind, they're literally training their brain to look for the best thing throughout their day to then come share with each other. If you think about like how amazing one, this could be for a relationship, like you're then constantly sharing the best parts of your day with your person. Not only are you sharing that great moment with each other and coming to each other with your best rather than maybe the worst from your day, you're also subconsciously training your brain to look for the good. And you could see such a snowball effect of this in your life, right? Like you're constantly looking for the good to tell your partner about it then you're going to want to tell other people about it. Then you're looking for it yourself and you're subconsciously training your mind. Gratitude is huge, you guys. Look for what you have to be grateful for in your life. And I know that, yeah, there can be really shitty days where it might feel like you have nothing to be grateful for. But if you have a roof over your head and you have food in your fridge, if you have clean clothes to change into, if you have someone that loves you, if you have a car to get into to drive to wherever you need to go or a bus to get on to get there or an airplane to get on or you have plans with friends to look forward to or you have food in your belly and you have your health, if you have any of those things that I just listed, you have so much to be grateful for more than some people will ever dream of having. Like, do you guys realize that? There are people who do not literally have a roof over their head or food in their belly tonight. Be grateful that you have that. That is something that you should feel immense gratitude for. And a lot of us get so caught up in how freaking fast-paced this world is that we really forget how truly blessed we are just to have that, just to have our basic freaking needs, guys. Practice gratitude. Also, I think focusing on one thing at a time is a really good way to ground you, to be present in the moment. We are in the age of multitasking, right? 
Like, let me paint a freaking picture for you. I'm sure you have experienced this at some point in your life. You are folding the laundry while you're watching TV, while you're also checking your phone every time someone texts you. And then you're even jumping to TikTok from your phone and scrolling for a little bit there once you picked up your phone. And then you're putting it down and you're going back to the laundry and then you're watching the TV show. It's just crazy how many freaking inputs of stimulation are around us at all times. Like even technology aside, like we are constantly switching tasks and switching our attention to different things all the time. That makes it very hard to be grounded and in the present. Like our minds are just like constantly going and constantly seeking stimulation that we can't even fold our freaking laundry without background noise. Like that is the world that we live in right now. And I'm guilty of this too. I'm not sitting here trying to shame you. Like I'm guilty of it too. Like it is the age that we live in. What happens if you tried to do the dishes or fold the laundry without a second, a secondary stimulus? Like what would happen if you did that? Like, could you imagine the grounding that that would do for you? What would happen if you consciously took care of yourself? If instead of scrolling on TikTok tonight for 40 minutes, you went outside and watched the goddamn sunset or did a lap around the block that you live on and didn't have your phone for a second. Like what if you just like took a moment to set all the distractions down, check in with yourself and see how you're freaking feeling, looked at a goddamn tree or watched the sunset or listened to the birds chirping or just took in the earth and slowed down for a minute Think about how that might ground you. Think about how you might connect with the earth. Think about how you might connect with yourself for the first time in a long time. Guys, we go through life constantly distracting ourselves, constantly stimulating ourselves, constantly doing, 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 climbing, climbing, achieving, achieving. We never stop to just slow down and be. And all we have is the present moment, guys. You could literally get hit by a bus tomorrow. You could have a serious health condition that comes up tomorrow. You could receive a piece of life-altering news that changes the trajectory of your life from here on out. And obviously, I don't wish any of these things upon you, and I'm not trying to be morbid, but like, it's just a reality check, right? Your life, as you know it, could be stripped away from you at any point in time. All you have is the present moment. So it really gives you a reality check of like, why am I sitting here worrying so much about the future? Why am I so caught up in this thing that happened in the past? Why am I so unable to be grateful and be happy for where my feet are? Why am I so stressed the fuck out that I'm not going to get home on my flight tonight at the time that I thought I was going to when I could be sitting here sharing this wisdom and these things that I've learned with people that I want to help. You know, like that's what I had to tell myself tonight. I had to catch myself. I had to be like, why am I so upset and so irately mad that this plan isn't happening the way that I wanted it to? Like, what could I possibly use this time for instead? How could I possibly make the best of this situation? What could this moment teach me? How could I grow and evolve and be better in this moment? Like, what is God trying to tell me by my flight not taking off tonight? Guys, how would your life freaking change if at every minor inconvenience all the way across the spectrum to life-altering news, how could that simple perspective shift change your freaking life? Ask yourself that. 
look at what you are irately, irately, I don't know how you say that, (laughs) mad at right now or pissed off about. What are you spiraling in anxiety about? What are you sad about? What are you feeling sorry for yourself about that maybe you could have that slight reframe and remember, wait, no, everything happens for a reason. My feet are exactly where they are supposed to be for a reason. God could be protecting me from something. There could be something happening that's so unforeseen to me that if I just decided to drop the anxiety and stop worrying and lean into this moment, maybe my life could radically change for the better. Guys, I was at a marketing conference this week and I was kind of shocked sometimes when I stopped and looked around me. I was at all times surrounded by hundreds of people and most of the time when I looked around, every single person, well not every single person, almost every single person was looking down at the little device in their hands and was ignoring the person to the left or the right of them and was just vegging out, was just zoning out. And of course, I was guilty of this at some points too. Like I get it. We, we all have to check our phones. We have people to respond to. We have places to be. Like I get it. It's not, we're never going to be in a world where everyone is off their phone 24-7. But so much of this conference, I looked around and I felt like I was surrounded by zombies of people just disassociating from life, looking at their phone and not being where their feet were, worrying about whatever they had to do back home texting their friend back about some conversation that they're never going to remember. And they could have been connecting with the people around them. They could have been meeting a stranger. They could have been hearing a story that changed their freaking life. I actually had a situation like this at the conference I was at. I was sitting next to a woman on a sofa. We were in between um, sessions and I just started making small talk with her, hearing about how her conference was going and we were getting to know each other. And I told her about how I launched this podcast and we, she was asking about like, you know, what kind of topics you talk about. I told her I had just dropped an episode on people pleasing. And then she launched into this story about how on her flight to the conference, she had run into a situation where she was on the plane with someone else and they were kind of talking her ear off or while she was trying to get work done and she people pleased and kind of like catered to what they needed. And she was disappointed with herself because she was kind of thinking like, oh, you know, I was kind of people pleasing them. Like I really had work to get done, but I didn't want to be rude or I didn't want to speak up for myself. And so I just kind of catered to that person and her telling me this story. I was like, wow, like we, we do this a lot in our life. And it opened up a really deep conversation. We ended up talking about you know, female empowerment and misogyny in the world and so many other things. Like it snowballed into this beautiful conversation that I had with a freaking stranger. We ended up connecting on LinkedIn and she messaged me later and said, I listened to your episode on people pleasing and I loved it. This is great that you're doing this. So great to connect with you, blah, blah, blah. And long story short, that wouldn't have happened if I sat there and looked at my phone and didn't say hi to this woman who was sitting next to me. Guys, that connection was so powerful. I had an amazing conversation with a stranger who then I connected with my podcast and and look at that beautiful moment that happened. And that wouldn't have happened if I had been sitting there on my phone or I hadn't taken the chance to speak up. Guys, you can create magic wherever you go. You might You might be sitting there thinking like, okay, I can't be content in the season of my life where I'm at right now because I don't have that car or I don't have that house or 
I don't have that girlfriend or boyfriend or I'm not married and I don't have kids and and you're playing that stupid comparison game that we all do where we look at other people's timelines and we think that we're behind or we don't understand why God hasn't given us the things that they've given other people. We all do that, don't we? Instead of sitting there and playing the comparison game, look at where you're at in your life and think about how you can really lean into where you are. How can you make magic happen? How can you show up as your most authentic self and bring that energy and bring that magic with you and be yourself unapologetically in the moment that you're in right now? I promise you, your life will change when you realize that you are the one who brings that magic. You can make a conscious decision every single day to wake up, to fully be where your feet are, to make the most out of every single moment, to connect with people around you. I'm feeling very convicted right now because as I was sitting at the terminal gate and my flight was getting delayed and I was getting more and more pissed off and irritated, there was a beautiful group of people sitting around me who had also been to the same conference and were flying back um, on the same flight as me. And they were all becoming friends, like sitting around, getting to know each other, laughing. And obviously, like they weren't happy about the situation, but like they were literally becoming friends and like following each other on Instagram and like making the most of it. And I was sitting there just feeling really exhausted and feeling tired and not really wanting to engage. And I wish that I had engaged with them more. Like I wish that I would have like stop feeling sorry for myself and my situation and got out of my head and like made the most of the situation like those people did like they were a really great example of how to make the magic happen they're sitting there connecting with strangers laughing and joking and and making light of what was a really frustrating moment and yeah i just i really challenge you if you are in a really tough place in your life i hear you i see you i know that it can be really frustrating when things don't go our way But really stop and slow down and ask yourself, what is this teaching me? How can I grow? How can I be better? How can I evolve and change and learn something from this situation that I'm in? When you're constantly playing that comparison game or thinking that you're not where you need to be or you're thinking that your life lacks in some way, you're thinking that you're not enough or you don't have everything that you need to be happy or that you can only be happy someday or that there's a past version of yourself that you need to get back to, whatever it is that you're telling yourself. The grass is not always greener, baby, okay? It's not always greener. All you're doing by telling yourself that is fostering dissatisfaction and discontentment in your life. You're taking your blessings for granted and you're missing out on a ton of beautiful freaking moments and learning moments and chances to really grab life by the balls and make lemonade out of lemons and bring the magic around you. You really are. You're missing out on that when you do that. Instead, you're just creating anxiety for yourself. You're creating stress. You're creating feelings of disappointment and frustration and anger. And all of your emotions are valid all the time, okay? I'll be the first one to tell you that your emotions are always valid, baby. They're always valid. And I had to tell myself that tonight as I was getting frustrated. It's okay to be frustrated. But feel the emotion. Don't become the emotion. Let yourself feel it and then be logical with yourself. Reason with yourself. Challenge yourself to see the good and the beauty and watch how that changes your reality right in front of your freaking eyes. I wanted to end by reading to you a poem that I wrote. And this poem talks about how I would spend my last day on earth. Like if all was said and done, and I really embrace that mentality of like, all we have is now, and this is my very last day to live on earth. 
what would I do? I want to share it with you. It goes like this. If today was my last day on earth, I would turn my face to the warmth of the sun and take a deep breath of winter air. I would look in the mirror and thank my body, the beautiful vessel that let me experience life all these years. I would laugh and joke and drink around a campfire with my family one last time. I would climb hundreds of feet in the air just to take in the earth with no words on my tongue at all. I would listen to that kind of choir music that sounds like angels singing and makes chills run through your body. I would hug my people a little longer and a little tighter. I would remember all the good and smile. I would be me. I would be free. I would just live. Guys, we get so in our heads sometimes and we get so caught up in the idea of what we think our life should be that we forget that it just is what it is and all we have is now. And we forget that where our feet are is really freaking beautiful and that we can have the joy and the peace and the contentment that we so desperately crave right now if we make the conscious decision to have it. Get outside and move your body. Go take a freaking walk in nature. Go watch the sunset or the sunrise. Chug your water. Take care of yourself. Have hard conversations. Push yourself to bring the magic to those around you. Practice gratitude. Accept where you are. Any problem that comes up or any inconvenience or any plan that doesn't go the way that you want it to, sit down and ask yourself, what can this teach me? Focus on doing one thing at a time. Be mindful. Set limits on your phone. Be mindful of how you're spending your time. Realize that you have one life to live and decide how you want to live it and how you want to show up. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed, so start living like that, baby, okay? Get out there. Grab life by the freaking balls. RKO the shit out of life. Remember that everything happens for a reason and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Your timing is not off. I'm going to go try to catch a flight, you guys. Be where your freaking feet are. 